Welcome to the Retail Economics Podcast, the hub of unique, independent and illuminating insights on all things consumer and retail. Welcome to the Retail Roundup, your weekly briefing from Retail Economics. It's designed to accumulate the latest key updates related to the fast-paced UK retail industry. My co-host and I will cover the latest top-line updates from the past week. Let's start with the food and grocery sector. Pharmacin has been acquired by a consortium led by former Asda CEO, Andy Clark. Clark will serve as executive chair of the company alongside entrepreneurs Gareth Whittle, Christian Barton, and Kieran Barton, who are best known for their success in building the Recordlig Cider brand in the UK. In other news, Majestic Wine is investing heavily in staff pay, increasing the basic rate for store employees to a minimum of £10.60 an hour. The rise represents an average increase of 6.7%, with employees also receiving an additional £250 bonus for their work over the past year. Lidl has published a list of priority locations for new UK stores as it aims to expand. The retailer has a growth plan of over 1,100 stores following strong performance in 2022. Meanwhile, Marks & Spencer announced an additional £12.5 million investment in stores across London over the next year resulting in the creation of 200 jobs. Starbucks has revealed its new sustainable store design, with the first five of its UK stores now certified as greener. The coffee chain aims to achieve its goal of 100 greener stores across Europe, the Middle East, and Africa by the end of 2023. Morrison's is set to reintroduce its loyalty programme, Morrison's More, with member prices inspired by Tesco's club card system. The trial started at over 20 stores in the northeast on the 25th of April. Pret-a-Marge is expanding its popular coffee subscription service to include freshly made food, snacks, and other drinks. The newly launched Club Pret membership offers subscribers a 10% discount on all in-store purchases of food, drinks, and snacks for £30 per month. The first month's fee will be half price, and the scheme began on the 26th of April. Ocado will shut down its Hatfield Customer Fulfillment Centre, putting 2,300 jobs at risk. The Hatfield Centre currently fulfills 20% of the retailer's 400,000 weekly orders, and Ocado will attempt to redeploy as many staff as possible to other sites, primarily to the new Luton Customer Fulfillment Centre set to open later this year. Moving on to the results and market expectations. Sainsbury's reported underlying pre-tax profit of £690 million, down 5% and at the top end of its £630 million to £690 million guidance range in the year to the 4th of March. Retail sales including fuel rose 5.2% and grocery sales were up 3% in the period. Clothing sales fell by 3%, while general merchandise fell 0.4%. Meanwhile, Hotel Chocola has forecasted slightly lower sales than market expectations and expects to break even in its pre-tax profit for the 2023 financial year. Supply shortages also continue to be an issue. Morrison's rationed the sale of peppers, while other supermarkets including Waitrose have run out of peppers in certain stores due to poor weather conditions in southern Europe and northern Africa. Let's move on to the clothing and footwear sector. Shein announced a £56 million investment in its supply chain initiatives over the next five years. This investment includes a £44 million addition to its supplier community empowerment programme, which received £12 million last year. The investment will be used to transform production models with new technology, upskill workers, and enhance facilities and services. 
Jules began a consultation regarding possible job losses following its acquisition by Next in December 2022. Although the deal secured Jules' 1,450 strong workforce, 19 stores have since closed. However, Next aims to save costs by absorbing certain tasks performed by Jules' personnel into Next teams or by no longer requiring them. H&M Group is closing its monkey head office, resulting in around 150 job cuts as it merges its monkey and weekday brands. It's unfortunate to see these job cuts happening. M&Co is additionally facing legal action from over 90 ex-employees who allege they were made redundant without consultation. The retailer's administrator Tenio confirmed redundancies in December 2022, prior to the company being acquired by AK Retail Holdings. In more positive news, Pandora has launched its My Pandora Rewards scheme in the UK, which is available online and in all 216 stores. Membership is free and includes early access to sales and new product launches, birthday treats, and payment option using accrued points. Moving on to results, Primark has reported a 19% increase in sales to £4.3 billion in the 24 weeks to the 4th of March, 2023. Adjusted operating profit was £351 million in the period, increasing the operating profit margin to 8.3%. The retailer further announced the expansion of its click-and-collect trial, following its success across 25 stores in November 2022. Gymshark reported a 39% fall in pre-tax profit to £27.8 million in the year to July 2022, despite 21% sales growth to £484 million. Gross profit increased to £315.1 million, compared to £282.8 million in 202021. Operating profit fell to £29.5 million from £46.5 million in 202021. Net profit for the financial year dropped to £22.5 million from £36.4 million in the previous year. In sustainability news, Fatface achieved B Corp status, joining a group of over 1,000 businesses with the certification and becoming the largest fashion retailer in the UK to do so. Moving on to store openings, Nike is set to open a second rise concept store in Manchester's Arundel Centre following the opening of the first store in Westfield, London in July 2022. The store will focus on digital innovation. In the health and beauty sector, Sephora's London store, which is owned by LVMH's selective retailing division, has exceeded sales expectations by over 300% within the first eight weeks of opening. This is great news for Sephora as it expands its footprint in the UK. In other news, Lush has announced a 10% pay rise for its retail staff in the UK, bringing their hourly pay to £10.90 across the UK and £11.95 in London for retail employees aged 18 and above. This is in line with the Living Wage Foundation's Real Living Wage. Moving on to electricals, AO has launched a range of refurbished mobile phones through its Mobile Phones Direct brand, offering savings of up to £125 compared to buying new. Each phone comes with a 12-month warranty, is rated as new, and is delivered in recyclable packaging. In homewares, eBay has launched the Better Than New Homeware Hub, which features refurbished and vintage home items, encouraging sustainable shopping. This is a significant step towards reducing the amount of waste generated in the retail industry. In DIY and gardening news, Toolstation has announced a 9.4% pay increase for all entry-level employees, raising their hourly wage to £10.60. 
the company is also offering flexible working options for employees with 13 weeks or more of service, and introducing policies to aid employees through life events such as gender reassignment, menopause, miscarriage, and new parenthood. Let's move on to department stores, marketplaces, and specialists. Amazon has launched a new initiative to help retail stores identify and track counterfeit goods. The anti-counterfeiting exchange allows retailers to anonymously share information about counterfeiters through a third-party database. Card Factory has acquired South African greeting cards and gift packaging wholesaler Resa Greetings Corporation and its subsidiaries for £2.5 million. SA Greetings has 24 retail stores in South Africa, with four further stores run by franchisees, as well as owning and operating a production facility. That's all for this week's news update. You've been listening to The Retail Roundup, your weekly briefing from Retail Economics. Let us know what you thought by posting a review or rating on your podcast platform. If you enjoyed this show, remember to follow us and tune in again next Monday for the latest updates. Sign up for more insight, including reports and thought leadership on all things retail and consumer at retaileconomics.co.uk. Thanks for listening.